The internet is a space where deals are made and broken in the blink of a pixel. Love can be lost or found with a swipe, and reputations can be built and destroyed with a double tap. Whether you believe it or not, how you live in digital spaces can actually affect the way you are regarded in real life and could ultimately affect your career. Today, we discuss our digital footprint. No matter how big your feet are, we all have made some type of impression. We'll talk all about it right after this. Serious, 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 serious applicants only. The skills that pay the bills. Resume writing, interview skills, professional networking. Okay. Hey. Serious, serious applicants only. The skills that pay the bills. Resume writing, interview skills, professional networking. Okay. Hey. Only. The skills that pay the bills. Resume writing, interview skills, professional networking. Okay. Hey. Serious, serious applicant only. The skills that pay the bills. Resume writing, interview skills, professional networking. Okay. Hey. Serious, serious applicant only. The skills that pay the bills. Digital footprints are a trail of data that you have left somewhere on the internet. Little bits and pieces of information that can completely connect the dots and trail it all the way back to you as a human life form. And it's okay. Don't be afraid. Don't be upset. Don't be scared. We all have something on the internet because you're listening to me on a pod class and really what that means is that you have logged into some type of device you have made an account you have connected to the internet or you searched for me and you said hey let me find out what serious applicants only need to know and because of all of that you have created a trail of information it's okay especially because this content is very positive career positive and professionally friendly family friendly all of that there's no adverse effect for using this information however we want to be um, knowledgeable of what goes on behind the scenes how we're creating these footprints how we can use it to our benefit and we want to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to make ourselves the best applicant for that dream job that we're looking for and so today we're going to talk about what digital footprints are how the active and the passive uh, gathering of that information can be used for and against us in a court of law or in any other uh, case and we definitely want to create some type of strategy that will benefit our uh, career okay so that's what we're going to do today First of all, let's get started by talking about the passive ways that data is collected about us on the internet. And so the first thing that comes to mind is our search history. So if you have a device, whether it be the cell phone, the mobile device, the, the tablets, the smartwatches, 
or you have a desktop computer tethered to the wall and an ethernet cord directly connected to your router at the house any of that it's all creating some type of footprint somewhere and so searching for things like think things you like to wear things you like to eat things you want to buy items you want to read music you want to listen to videos you want to watch all of it is creating some type of trail directly back to you how because again we've created these usernames and profiles and then they have to associate it to us why do they do that because ultimately companies want to sell us things and they feel like they can sell our search history to um, retailers and companies that will ultimately create the products that we want and if they can tie into those individuals who want the products if they can have a list of names and how to contact us directly then that's even better and so your information is very valuable everything about you is valuable and so passively we don't even realize that we are creating we are creating these trails directly back to us and so I love to shop online unfortunately it tells everyone what I like to buy <laughs> okay and so uh, I also like to listen to music every type of music that I listen to is captured online I love videos I love YouTube videos I like Netflix videos I like the Amazon Prime videos all of those things there is a list somewhere out there that says exactly what Tanya Braden is watching at all of those sites all of the movies that I have uh, looked up online because I'm going to go to the theater and so we don't even look up on the uh, newspaper anymore back in the day if we wanted to look at a movie at the local theater we would go to the newspaper and we would find out what was playing that week and so if we didn't have a paper in the house that week we would have to go to the corner get the Sunday's paper and at that point we would be able to find what movies were playing for that week and if it was Wednesday you still have to go get a paper so even going to the movies was about going to get a newspaper and no one knew who had the newspapers and nobody knew what movies you were interested in and so everything about uh, consuming information consuming content was very anonymous however today that is not the case everything that you consume in a digital format is being tracked and it's okay calm down don't get it you know don't be upset don't be afraid about this collection it's just a fact of the world that we live in today not a problem we're going to use it for our good and not for foolishness all right so what are some of the other things that are passively being collected about us photographs if you uh, don't know that your image your physical image can be mapped directly back to your profiles especially if you have something called Facebook Facebook has this facial recognition and if anyone in the world has taken your photograph and posted it on their site and the setting if the settings are just right they can actually uh, prompt you and say hey it looks like so-and-so is taking a picture of you is this you do you want to be tagged did or do you want to join the conversation and 
so Facebook has the technology and if Facebook has it I'm sure other companies have it too it's okay that's the way of the world if you don't have a Facebook account congratulations you're one of the few who is not addicted to that type of foolishness <laughs> but that doesn't mean that someone else doesn't have a picture of you and hasn't posted it online. I have a cousin who had a picture of all of us from back in the day when we were younger and they posted it online. And do you know that Facebook asked me a question and said, is this you? It wasn't me today, adult me. It was a picture of me as a kid. And so just from that, I was kind of spooked out. Yeah, it's all right. Do I want to drop off the grid? Perhaps, but it's okay. Those things are on the internet and that's just, those are things we have to live with right now. And so I have decided to kind of pull back from Facebook a little bit at a time, a little bit more and a little bit more. But the, the my goals are more professional these days and so I would definitely say that don't be afraid of those things however make sure that whatever you're posting uh, whatever is being posted of you just make sure that you are aware of what's going on and then monitor and choose to participate or ask that person to take the information down if you can you know those are things that you do have the opportunity to do and then if it's something that's beyond your control you can't worry about it you really can't but so those are some of the things that um, are considered passive content another thing that we don't even think about these days is our GPS If you have a cell phone if you ever use it for driving directions and you have a GPS location um, device within that phone and so where you go and how fast you were driving and perhaps the the route that you're taking on a regular basis all of that is being captured about you and so how can you actually um, how do you know that well there are some um, some things that are coming up on my phone as it relates to Google Google Maps and Google Trips and you'd be surprised if you opt in and you just click yes on everything that comes up on your phone without you even realizing it you're actually giving Google the authority to capture information about your driving habits it's not a problem I don't go anywhere I'm not supposed to I'm not really visiting uh, illegal you know places however that's just the way that Google operates and if I want to participate uh, and search with Google and use Google trips and the, the GPS that's associated with my phone then I guess that's what I'm gonna have to opt into and guess what it's all about this passive data collection again don't get all scared about this it's just the fact that we're discussing it and it's good to know what is going on behind the scenes so now let's go to the next part of it which is the active collection of information the active breadcrumbs that we're dropping okay so there are photos that we are publishing to the internet whether it's good or not so good professional and not so professional all those photo photos are part of our active uh, digital uh, footprint every tweet that we're tweeting or post that we're putting on Instagram those things are actively creating data 
and it's pointing back to us of course if you're not on social media you could also do things like item reviews I shop on Amazon quite a bit and every once in a while Amazon will send me an email and ask me what did I like about a product how did it work someone uh, another customer will have a question about a product and then they'll contact me and ask me if I can give some insight and I'm happy to say hey this um, Hoosie What's It's that I purchased a month ago is really the greatest thing I've ever bought and I'll tell them yeah if you um, actually use a right mouse click instead of a left mouse click then you can actually get this result out of it um, I actually purchased a, a, it was a wireless mouse and someone online had a question about whether or not you could use some type of function in a, a Google Sheets or something with the the mouse the right mouse click uh, it was um, interesting but I answered the question and sure enough that profile was connected to the question that I answered for Amazon and I didn't even think about it but yes Amazon collects our information and it helps it to create this a uh, very social type of community even on their very commercial oriented website so I thought that was interesting as well but again those are active ways that I am putting information on the internet and it's not necessarily my intention to be social or to use social media when I am um, using Amazon's website so that that, that was interesting to me uh, when you have ever um, gone to a wonderful restaurant and ate some great food and drank some great drink and you had really awesome time and the ambiance was just right you may create a Yelp review or something that's similar to that any type of review or uh, rating system and if you put it online again you're creating some type of footprint on the internet there are also websites such as reddit and stumble upon they uh, allow you to have news and information but you can also contribute to that information that you are consuming and so again being a part of those spaces online contributing if you put any type of keystroke <laughs> in the computer uh, and then have a, a profile a username and a, a login to a website you are creating active uh, means and little bits of information that are connected to you and it's okay keep in mind uh, the internet is a, a social space it's a very vast space and there's good and there's not so good in every space and so just being able to know what those spaces are and being uh, strategic in using them is what we're all about uh, something else that maybe are lesser known or maybe just depending on what spaces that you're in uh, websites like Twitch, Ustream and Periscope um, those items the, the things that allow you to go live and upload content from your uh, gaming devices or even just going live where you are broadcasting yourself in the things that you are um, being a part of at that part in time if you're into all of that that's great if you are open to being a a very social and 
someone who's creating information and events and you like to share your experiences online, then that's a great thing. I think that you're a very brave individual, similar to what I'm doing, only I'm on a, a, a not a visual uh, platform, I'm on an auditory platform and this is a good safe space for me behind the microphone however if you are creating content where people can recognize your likeness then there's always an element of um, concern because you are creating things that can ultimately be attached to your person your personality uh, your belief system, all of that can be exposed at that point. And again, it's not a bad thing. It's not to cause any type of um, disarray or discontent. I don't want you to be afraid of the internet, but what I want you to do is to make sure that you're using it all strategically. So whether you're on social media, whether you're on visual and video sites or streaming sites or not, whether you're just contributing keystrokes, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the strategy on how to use what we know about our footprints and how to use it so that we can get the job that we want. All right, right after this. We're talking today about digital footprints. How can we create the best of what we have and make it work for our good? All right, so let's talk about online reputations what do people think about you when they see your face when they hear your name when they read your name and your status online how can we control those things and so our digital footprint can create those breadcrumbs but I'm here to say that I want to take those breadcrumbs and make a dish or make some type of bread pudding that means that I am putting in the ingredients that means that I'm taking the bread that's why I'm making it sweet and I'm stirring it up and putting a spin on it and I'm making it into the delectable concoction and edit edit it so that it tastes good and it is something that is I'm proud of basically so that's what we're gonna do with our breadcrumbs we're gonna make some bread pudding out of it alright so what is our strategy we're going to actually create a positive online reputation that points to our professionalism we're gonna make sure that we don't say things that are contrary to our intentions what is it what does that mean okay so if I'm looking for a job, if I want to be successful, if I want a career, if I want to be uh, in the room with successful people, if I want to be considered a serious um, person in my industry, then I'm going to make sure that I'm pushing all of that intention up to the top and out front. And I'm going to make sure that my personal branding has a stamp of approval on all of those things. Okay, so when in doubt, leave it out and what does that mean that means that if there's an idea or an attitude or of a some type of opinion when you have an opinion about something and you're not sure if it's controversial or if someone would be offended about it 
or if it's something that could strike one segment of the community in a wrong way when in doubt you leave it out if it's something that you wouldn't say in front of grandmama or my dear or mother dearest then definitely don't talk about it or don't say it at all uh, if it's something that is too conservative or too radical if it's too far left or too far right then I'm going to definitely avoid that type of conversation at all costs on the internet I'm going to state simple facts what is true about what's going on and then leave it at that and those are my strategies because I want to have the focus on my my skill I want the focus to be on my my ability to get the job done I want the focus to be on the fact that I would be a good representation of any company of any organization of any job and so even if I am the product that I'm selling maybe I am a company and the CEO of Tanya Braden uh, Incorporated I want to make sure that my personal brand and that everything that I present is going to be very palatable to my audience palatable to anyone who is consuming my product and my brand all right so if I'm in doubt about anything I'm gonna leave it out if it's con too conservative or too radical I'm not gonna discuss it and I'm going to try to stick to the simple facts of things that help me to convey a good positive message all right so those are my that's my online strategy so what does that mean for my career if I am a tech person if I'm in technology field then being online and grooming a social media strategy and a digital um, marketing platform for myself and dealing with these digital footprints I want to make sure that I look as technically savvy as possible on the internet why because recruiters can prove that I am uh, I have a certain skill set based on some things that I've put on the internet that is that's really where it stems I want to make sure that I can prove all the things that I have on my resume or a lot of the things that I have put on my resume with the content that I have strategically placed online and so what I will do is I will prove my enthusiasm for the industry if I'm in the tech related industry if I'm in tech then I'll definitely uh, use my platforms to create an enthusiast enthusiastic buzz about my industry what do you mean okay so let's say for example we want to be a part of technical repair and IT project management okay so if that is the industry that you are interested in becoming a part of then all of the items that you would share on your social media outlets and I'm specifically mentioning LinkedIn and Twitter then I would use those platforms to share things about my industry that are related to project management 
IT repair, IT networking, all of those things that are part of my wheelhouse. Anything that relates to the software or the devices or the equipment or the processes of those spaces, whenever I read an article, I'm going to continuously post that type of content on my social media sites so that I can prove that I have enthusiasm for my industry. And that goes for any type of industry. It doesn't really even have to be tech related. It could be that you are in uh, automotive repair. And so you have a an organization that certifies an auto mechanic and repair specialist. Um, you could definitely post articles that are related to that. You can post things that are related to uh, new engines that are being created or new processes in um, rebuilding a manifold. You know, I am not really one to to speak on the intricacies of you know car repair I'm just thinking about the fact that I need to take my car to the shop right now and so maybe that's in the back of my mind but for someone who is in that business you can see that there are a lot of things that you may come across while you're on the internet when you are searching or reviewing maybe some news articles that are interesting to you and if they have something if they just so happen to fall in line with your industry endeavors the the skill sets and the items that are interesting to you they could also be interesting to other people in your industry and thus it creates that synergy and that enthusiasm for what's going on in the current spaces and culture of auto mechanics or desktop publishing or instructional design or just anything any field that's out there there's a website and there's content and there's articles and there's new uh, technology that's emerging about that particular career and so whenever you read an article whenever you have something that's related to it I would I would definitely share it on those social media sites like LinkedIn and Twitter that help to give me a positive professional digital footprint okay another thing would be professional communication I can prove that I have professional communication online with my digital footprint by communicating and engaging with others on their professional uh, posts and so if someone is in your industry and they have shared some information or even if they're just sharing good news that they got a promotion or a raise or they are uh, joining a meetup next week and that it's tech related or whatever your industry is if they're going to the meetup you can engage online and state that you're interested in this group uh, do you have any information or what's the website associated you know just be engaging type in complete sentences don't use um, those things abbreviations when you're communicating online so that you can prove that you have very a good use of professional communication it doesn't have to be long and drawn out you don't have to use the king's english and use um you know uh, a lot of flowery languages 
and phrases, but it's just a matter of being professional, being kind, of being engaging, of asking questions, of answering questions if you know the answer. And those things actually lead to proof, positive proof that you have professional communication online. Because the number one thing that I see on resumes time and time again is that you have Uh, excellent communication skills excellent professional communication skills okay everybody thinks they have good communication skills but now if you've been engaging online now you have proof and that's how you can use your digital footprint to your benefit okay what's another thing that you can do to prove your professional behavior you can stay away from inappropriate communication so whenever someone's ranting and raving about what's going on or how someone done did them wrong then you definitely can just stay away from it and don't chime in don't give your two cents and definitely don't contribute to it by telling your own sad story uh no one wants to um well i i take that back everyone likes to see a train wreck But in a professional space, it's just not appropriate, okay? So don't have that meltdown online, all right? Just do us all a favor. Uh, If you're having a bad day, if you're not getting along well with your boss or your colleagues or coworkers, or you just think the whole company should just, you know, go away, whatever it is, any of those negative feelings, those bad vibes, keep it to yourself. Don't communicate inappropriately or in a negative way online and that's a way to prove professional behavior if you have that online anywhere then recruiters will see that and they may not uh, feel uh, as favorable about the way you feel about a situation and so the best way to to use the internet for your good and not for uh, in a negative way would be to just stay away from any inappropriate or negative communication at all another thing that I've seen on resumes is that um, uh, most people will feel like they have great attention to detail how many times have I seen on resumes great attention to detail and then somewhere somewhere down the line I just as sure as I've seen great attention to detail I'll find some type of typo in the message just beneath it and it's pretty sad I want to say that we all have great attention to detail especially if it's someone else's details but when it's our own details it's very hard to find those needles in haystacks so um, just saying that means make sure that you show someone else your work and get a second or third eyeball on your resume but again to create that Uh, proof that you have great attention to detail that means whenever you're posting things on your social media sites your professional network sites like LinkedIn or Twitter you could definitely just proofread your posts to make sure that you're not doing anything or posting anything that is incorrect or misspelled or is leaving anything out Um, you can always go back and edit a LinkedIn post or a Twitter post and you can always delete of course when you have something on the internet um, it is a rule of thumb that it's there forever for eyes to see someone could screen capture but if your intentions are good and let's just hope that the best thing is that no one is trying to capture your misspelling and then repost it with an evil intent (laughs) but definitely take those things 
and whatever you have make sure that you you know proofread once or twice and always go back and edit if there is a mistake if you see something that is uh, mistaken but definitely use it to prove that you have great attention to detail okay other, other things that you can do to promote your digital footprint is to um, post proof of your skills online so let's say that you have built something or you have made a new process or you have helped someone else or someone wrote an article about you or someone said some really great positive things about you and so if you have links to or pictures of or videos that show or you have documents that prove or certifications or anything that says you are great at what you do then those things can be put online especially on a LinkedIn especially linked to a Twitter post to say hey check out my my new build uh, I just uh, built a really high performing PC from scratch all of the the pieces I I got from uh, the thrift shop I don't know but you know you can spend all of that information all of that content that you, anything that you've created anything that you've done uh, within the scope of your uh, your industry you can definitely use that and take some type of picture use the proof and post it online and that brings your digital footprint up and it actually creates positive things things that show and prove that you have the skills that you have that you say you have on your resume and so those are really great strategies that help recruiters find out more about you know that you're enthusiastic about the the job that you're going to do for them for you know for the job that you apply for and lets them know that you are fully invested in those types of spaces okay so a few other things that will help you to create a, a good positive digital footprint uh, is the uh, professional networking making sure that you connect with individuals online and companies online that express that you are interested in certain industries for me I always like to default back to these tech related and tech adjacent spaces so I'm gonna go online I use Twitter for professional endeavors and not for personal endeavors it's just how I am uh, for me I don't have a lot of friends in my age group that use Twitter However, I do have companies and organizations and people in industries that use, in the, the industries that I'm a part of, they use Twitter. And so I'm going to connect with tech-related companies. I'm going to connect with local companies that have Twitter accounts. I'm going to follow them. I'm going to retweet their tweets. I'm going to connect with uh, larger scale national companies and professional organizations that have Twitter accounts. I'm going to like their tweets. I'm going to retweet their posts. I'm going to follow whatever they say because if they're in my industry, I need to see, I need to know what people nationally are talking about um, things such as education and digital um, software tools and instructional design and uh, desktop publishing those are just some of the things I'm interested in um, technology and education professional um, development 
the things that I'm interested in is a part of my career, I'm definitely going to follow those companies and those organizations in digital spaces. And Twitter just happens to be one of the, the digital spaces that I'm a part of. Uh, the same thing with LinkedIn organization they have what's called influencers on LinkedIn I'll definitely connect with those individuals on LinkedIn so that I can have a following I can follow the people who are a part of my industry and I can get information and those things again when we're talking about synergy we're talking about creating a a very strong organization and connection with people who have like-minded endeavors especially people who are successful in these spaces I want to know what they know if they're um, dropping gems and they're talking about things that are really important way up the ladder then maybe they'll drop some information down on me and I'll be the next person who knows what's the you know the end thing so again uh, connect with those people create a strong professional network that creates a strong digital space and ultimately creates that strong digital footprint. Um, Other things that you can prove online is that the fact that you are well read or that you are well traveled and so uh, recruiters and employers like to hire individuals that they would like to be friends with. What about that? And so if you have posted things about books that you've read or if you have left comments like I said on Amazon if you bought a book then you can comment about the products that you purchased and keep in mind those things create strong positive digital footprints same thing with uh, places that you've gone within your city within your uh, community the country or other countries leaving comments and reviews helps to create positive uh, positive information and a positive impact on your digital footprint and so if someone were to stumble upon the fact that your username or your profile has a a a review out there then they would have good information to follow you and to promote your uh your brand versus negative and weak information things that don't help you seem to be a good fit for a company's corporate culture or someone who may be a flight risk if you are someone who's negative about uh, a lot of different restaurants or negative about online about a lot of different things that you have experienced or cities or companies that you've worked for that negativity can show up about you online so again so if there's any uh, way to leave a comment or any way to review make sure that it is a good comment and a good review and make sure that you're putting positivity into the the cyberspace of it all and not negativity because those things can't follow you okay and recruiters want to know who you are as a whole person and if they can find out little bits of information that say hey this person is calm and friendly and is agreeable and likable and likes this and likes that they are less likely to have the idea that you might be a flight risk or you might be someone who is too you know two drinks away from being an alcoholic or 
two steps away from being abusive or, you know, any of those bad things that could follow us. So definitely putting more good content helps you to have a good reputation and strengthens your digital footprint. All right, this has been a lot of information. Okay, so what? why do you think that this is important, Tanya Brayden? Why do you think that creating good, strong experiences online is important? All right, there is an article that I've read, uh, and I actually heard about this in a YouTube video. It all works hand in hand with me. Um, there an article that I'm going to definitely link to in the description of this particular um episode um the article reads china has started ranking citizens with a social credit system and there is a a good thing about it and a not so good thing about it so the social credit system takes everything every bit of their digital footprint and connects that with their credit score and I know that seems a bit odd but the people that you connect with online the places that you go all of the things that you have um, proven online connects together and China is going to use this information uh, by 2020 to actually have a a way of rating or ranking their citizens and it affects their credit rating and how much credit they can get is it also goes back to what types of things that they can purchase uh, on credit such as homes and what have you and so if they're using that as a measure for credit or a measure for employment in China that that technology is there that idea is in someone's head that information could definitely be a part of how uh, individuals are ranked and related anywhere on the world in the world and so if you're a part of the internet that doesn't mean drop off the grid it really doesn't it really just means live a life online so that it doesn't affect you negative negatively uh, in real life and if you've ever had anything online that was published about you or whether you published it yourself at this point in time my suggestion is to clean up what you can uh, definitely take ownership of what you have out there and begin now to start publishing and producing the type of reputation that is going to benefit you you have the opportunity now to create LinkedIn profiles to create a, a Twitter or a new Twitter uh, create um, or take away some things uh, rename your Facebook account so that it's not really associated with your professional name uh, if you have the opportunity change your Facebook name to a nickname and then use everything else in your professional name so that recruiters only find the things that you want them to find it's not a matter of being scared and dropping off the grid it's about being strategic it's about using the information that you know for good and so that you can uh, have a strong digital footprint and so that you can actually benefit from all this information 
All right, so this is, it brings us to the conclusion. Hopefully you're gonna use this information and make some action. And so today's pod class is gonna have a little homework. <laughs> I bet you didn't think you'd hear that today. All right, so today's homework is, I need you to think about three things that you can do this month to actively promote a positive professional digital footprint. Write them down in your planner or somewhere. Put it on a bulletin board, put it up in your room, put it on your bathroom mirror, and check on it in about 30 days. See if you have completed your goals and determine if more action is needed to make a cleaner digital lifestyle and a ultimately a, a better digital footprint for yourself. All right. Thank you so much for making time for this today. This is very good information that you can use. Have a great day. I am Tanya Braden and this is for serious applicants only. All right, that's a wrap for this pod class, but never fear, the lessons and discussions continue online. You can sign up for the milestone giveaway at bit.ly slash serious apps. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash capital S-E-R-I-O-U-S capital A-P-P-S. Or you can email me at the S-A-O show at gmail.com. And let's link up. You can find me on LinkedIn as well as Twitter at Tanya Braden. And even if you didn't catch all that, the links will be in the description. This has been for serious applicants only.